Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. Immerse yourself in our vibrant fashion scene where exclusive streetwear meets high-end boutiques. Stroll through styles defining our bold, wildly creative city, like the unique finds at Melrose Trading Post, a real LA gem. Explore star-studded experiences on Hollywood Boulevard, behind-the-scenes studio tours, and moments of awe under our legendary blue sky. Picture this. The iconic Griffith Observatory, inspiring directors worldwide. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's the time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass is adding off. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Frosted Tips with Lance Bass, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, my little peanuts. It's me, your host, Lance Bass. This is Frosted Tips with me and my beautiful hubby, Turkey Turchin. Hello there. Um, and it is hot as hell. Damn, it is. <laughs> Lord. I know the rest of y'all are boiling too, but it was, it kind of, I thought the summer was going to be milder. They said it was going to be milder. It's not. Well, it, it was mild up until the past like week or so. And then it just, it's like in the hundreds now. Yeah, it's bad. It's humid. It's bad. And then May on? was so great. And even most of June was yeah. great because it was actually cold. Yeah, it I'm was cold about every in night. The 50s, sometimes dipped to the 40s. All right, in June. It was. Uh, and now it is not. It is not, Lord, guys. Oh, it is brutal. I'm telling this you. This whole country. It's, I just, yeah. The climate crisis is real, people. I mean, I read like a couple weeks ago that the. The water around Florida, was which means so hurricanes hot. are going to get insane. It says around the Keys and Miami Beach, the water was 101 degrees in the ocean. <gasps> I mean, I, you know, I, I know, I like that. It's a hot tub on the beach in Miami Beach. I mean, that's perfect for me. That's yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah. There's nothing better than Miami Beach water, it, even in January. Oh, in January great. can be nice, but it's nothing worse when you go to that beach in the summer, which you should never do. And you can't cool no, off. And you're like, I'm dying. It's so hot. <laughs> Let me jump into this nice, beautiful ocean. And you get in, Just and it's hot. like hot. <laughs> and you're like, God, I can't escape. Uh-huh. Man, oh, man. Well, stay hydrated out there, people, because uh, <laughs> it's not going away anytime soon. It's only going to get worse. So, yay. Hurrah. Wow, way to start off on a positive note. Wow. Uh, anything else positive we can talk about before we get to some good music? Well, we took our babies for their first hike. Oh yeah, they're hikers now. 
They are. They're expert hikers. But we did not. Uh, the attire was not right because we didn't know that we would be really hiking. We, we were just kind of walking up the street and we live next to a park. I'm like, yeah. oh, let's go on this hiking trail. That's not really cut. Yeah. Very well. But they didn't. Yeah, but they're in shorts and like little shoes. And, and I'm thinking cow. snakes are out now. Yeah. Um, so we had to get them really good hiking boots. Um, I don't know. What do you what do you put on kids to go hiking? Just jeans and hiking boots? Yeah. Right. Just walking. We need good recommendations, parents out there. Okay. Our kids, they outgrow shoes every week. <laughs> so we never have anything any that really fit. All right. So can you give us some recommendations on shoes that maybe are a little, I don't know, bigger that, I don't know, can stretch or like they stretch. last a little longer? Yeah, those are called socks. <laughs> Just something that lasts <laughs> a little longer. Hiking boots. What hiking? Do, do they make hiking boots? You can just get them like sneakers. Listen, yeah. we're not going, we're not I'm telling scaling you, I'm, Everest with I, these babies. But I'm scared of snakes. We have lots of snakes here. Well, that's why you have to help. You have to, you have to be right near them the whole time. That's why I got them their leashes so they can't wander off. Oh, yeah. Another thing. Thing. You can DM us this, parents. What are your thoughts on leashes? They're because great. I'm all for them. Like when I'm at when I'm at a theme park and I see kids with those little backpack leashes. First, I think it's cute as hell. Yeah, and it also it's just a responsible mm. parenting. You, you want your kid to fly off in the middle yeah. of nowhere? I mean, the I'm arm sorry. ones to me, I would not do the arm ones because it feels like you're just I don't know. You like when you grab someone's hand, like the kid's arm. Well, it's also a good way the arm ones because you just have it tethered to your hand, so mm. you don't even have to pull them. It's just like they can only go as far as your hand, so then like mm. they're attached to you at all times, and you could still do stuff. Well, that's a backpack too, right? But I'm saying if you have two at the same time, you uh, have both on each hand and still have your hands. Oh, so oh if you're like, doing two. We're never doing yeah. two at a time. Are you kidding me? That's why I have you. I mean, it's true. That's <laughs> why we had children together. I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's take a little break. When we come back, we're going to have Mark Calderon from Coloring Bad, our first Coloring Bad. I know. It'll be yeah. interesting because, you know, the uh, these guys, they're they're disbanded, right? I mean, he's yeah. still performing, but, um, you know, they've had a lot of drama in their group. Yeah, I so. wonder if he'll talk about that. I don't know. We're going to find out. Ooh. I'm going to ask the question. We'll see if he answers it. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, LA. Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, DiscoverLA.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. 
for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, so Mark Calderon is one of the singers of the famous 1980s contemporary R&B group Color Me Bad. He was a second tenor. All members of Color Me Bad were high school friends and brought up in Oklahoma City. Mark worked with Stevie Brock for the song All For, uh, All for Love. The song was a huge hit uh, on the Disney charts especially, and he has also played songs for TV series uh, House and Knight Rider, two of my favorite shows. Mark Calderon, <laughs> welcome to the show, my man. Thank you, Lance. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was uh, going through a, a deep dive of all my favorite songs of you guys uh, yesterday, and man, it brought me back. Brought me back. I adore Mia more. I mean, that spoke to me so much. I mean, I think I was in sixth or seventh grade, and it was kind of the first time as a little kid from Mississippi uh, heard R and B. Like it was the first kind of R and B that I was like exposed really? to. Yeah, I mean, uh, what about yeah. you? You were like three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's take us back. You make me sound old. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing, Lance? You know, we're all old. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? yeah, we are. Uh, no, we're aged like a fine wine. That's we are right. fine wine. Exactly. Uh, so, Mark, take us back to the very beginning. How did music and performing first come into your life? Well, it actually started out with my dad, yeah. you know, um, back back then, whenever we would have like family gatherings and such, uh, we would, he would always make us do a talent show in front of the family or friends. And uh, I, I started out singing with my brother and my sister mm -hmm. and my dad would make us sing in Spanish. So it's kind of how it all started with music and me. And then I had an older sister who loved uh, like the classic rock music, like Peter Frantum and you know, the BGs, and I just heard that style of music, you know, all throughout the house every day, especially in the summer. And I don't know, man, it just kind of got into me. And um, uh, in, in the 80, uh, let's see, was it 83 or 84? I think I went to go see uh, the Victory Tour of Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. And it that just blew me away completely. Mm -hmm. So from there, you know, I, uh, I just wanted to be a singer and, you know, uh, one time I was in line at Long John Silver's and oh, I was yeah. singing. I was a I was a kid and I was singing and this old man behind me, he, he tapped my back, he said, tapped my shoulder, he said, Hey, you sound pretty good as a singer. And that right there, that little comment made 
everything to me. Mm. You'll be surprised the little things that you say to people yeah. that really, you know, that'll keep them, you know, it's something that's very memorable. Yeah. And that man, I don't know who he was, but that inspired me to continue on and, uh, you know, just get better at, at singing. And one thing led to the next, you know, I mean, uh, you know, that's kind of really how, how it all got started. Yeah. That is true. I mean, thinking back, you know, you get those little nuggets as a yeah. kid to, to give you that confidence. Um, yeah. See, I was the opposite. No one ever told me I, I sounded good, so it never gave me confidence. <laughs> well, it was this, <laughs> but I went yeah. for it anyway. <laughs> it's true. Or like if you tried like, or it could have been gone the other way, like you were singing and like, even as a joke, someone could have like, just oh, laughed or like, don't quit your made day job. You, yeah, don't quit your day job just for fun. And like that one comment could <laughs> make you just never want to sing again, even though you think you're good at it. Yeah, it'll scar you. Yeah. So yeah, be careful what you say to kids out there. It, it, <laughs> it yeah. sticks. It really it sticks does stick. Yeah. yeah. So you met your uh, future Call Me Bad bandmates in high school. Uh, you were all in choir together. Uh, but what drew the four of you together and no one else in the class? Well, um, what happened was it started basically out with Brian. Uh, Brian and I, uh, a friend of mine introduced me to him. And, you know, back in the day, you know, there was a lot of uh, break dancing, you know, kind of uh, you know, battles that you would have in break dancing. Well, yeah. we kind of was going to start a little a vocal battle, I guess, you know, right there in the hallways in high school. And um, I met him and, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I want to hear you sing, you know. And he goes, well, yeah, I can sing a little bit. And I started to sing first. And then whenever he started singing, man, it just like, oh, my gosh, it just like blew me away completely. His voice was just amazing. And instead of us singing against each other, I was like, hey, man, we need to sing together. You know, the heck with this, you know. So that's kind of where it all started. And he introduced me to Kevin. I eventually introduced him and Kevin to Sam. But Sam was my best friend at the time. And there was this Levi's 501 Blues commercial. I don't know if you guys remember back in the 80s, uh, where it was like four guys singing in New York City on a street corner, harmony. Mm -hmm. And we kind of learned that that little that commercial skit. Mm -hmm sang it for the high school talent show and the girls went bananas and we were like, okay, this is what we want to uh -huh. do in life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my future. This right is here. Yeah. Now, where did y'all go to high school? Uh, Northwest Classen in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, okay. You still got that accent too. I love <laughs> now my southern accent's going to come out. Just it is. It just did, just as you said, my southern accent. <laughs> it's so true. It's, oh my God. So, okay, Color Me Bad, I've always want to know, where does the name come from? Uh, it actually came from a racehorse. Oh, um, we were looking for a name and we'd come up with, you know, dozens of different ideas and nothing was really sticking. And we were like, we need something that's going to stick, man. Like, like Aerosmith, like what the heck is Aerosmith? You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> yeah. something really, it's like, what is you know, Google? Snacking. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and so, um, uh, Sam was actually looking through, um, uh, the, uh, the newspaper, the sports section where all the different racehorses were. And, you know, racehorses have these funky names, you know, sometimes they're really cool. Mm, yeah. So um, he was kind of going through them and he was like, hey, man, how about this name? Color me bad. I was like, oh, I was like, that's interesting. All right. Say that. Say that, you know, and, and let's yeah. see what, 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 you know, we'll just hold that. So um, our manager, Miles Sanders in New York City, we were trying to come up with different names. We didn't know what we were going to go with. So we picked three different names. Color Me Bad was one of them. He went uptown to this DJ in New York, and he 
he told them the situation. He asked them what was going to be the best name for the group. And he's like, color me bad. So that's what we went with. I and, love it. See, I always assumed, yeah. I always assumed y'all were like in high school and y'all were a little too innocent and you wanted, you know, your fans to think that you're a little more bad. So they color me bad. Color girls. me bad. Yeah. <laughs> going to paint the town bad. Yeah. It was a right sort guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Now whose idea was it to form the band? Well, you know, it kind of, you know, like I was in a group with my uh, brother and sister. And, you know, when brothers and sisters get together, you know, sometimes it can get little, you know, arguments go left and right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're little, we're young and one 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 of us want to rehearse. The other one doesn't. So I was like, okay, the heck with this. But I was I always, you know, I always kind of was in the group thing. And Brian and I, we kind of started it, you know, from there. And that's kind of really how it happened. Yeah. Well, when you first... we love new edition, we love new edition. We oh, love God. those old groups, oh, yeah. you know, like that. And, and they inspired us. And um, yeah, you well, know, well, you know, with that inspiration, I mean, did you did you know exactly what type of group you wanted to be? Did you want to model yourself after a new edition? Uh, yeah, new edition. And you know, we saw what new kids on the block were doing, and those guys were really doing a lot of great things. And um, you know, that was kind of our thing, our vocals. And we knew he sounded really well. And people loved it. The girls at the school loved it. You know, we used to go sing in the bathrooms at our high school and the girls would just rush in whenever they would hear us singing. And we'd get in trouble sometimes. But I mean, we just knew that we had something special and we wanted to take it to the next level. Um, so what we did was, you know, being in Oklahoma City where the music business is not um we used to wait for the big acts that used to come through town and we would try to get their attention and sing for them and maybe maybe there's somebody that would just give us a break you know and believe it or not it was really bon jovi um who we who we uh met at the movie theater you know here in oklahoma city Mm -hmm. we caught him in the band coming out of the movie theater we sang for them and they loved what they heard and they were like, this is now, this is the uh, slippery when wet tour. So this was their, like the big tour. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, you guys sound really good. John was like, how about you guys open up for us tomorrow night in front of 20,000 people? Like, can we you like, imagine? <laughs> well, I guess you could imagine cause you did it, but that is insane. Yeah. Um, so we're like, we're like sophomores in high school, you wow. know, getting ready to open up for Bon Jovi. Okay. So, um, that was amazing and uh i mean at that point you could get any girl you wanted (laughs) yeah uh, well we did get dates the following weekend yeah Yeah. (laughs) that worked out for us (laughs) that's funny do you think uh do you think that he knows this story like later on does he remember you guys after y'all became so huge and he's like yeah "Yeah, i gave you a break kids yeah well you know you know he wanted to give us that break but I don't know. Something just didn't happen. So yeah. it was actually Cool and the Gang who really got us the break. Oh yeah, you know? love so those cool guys. Gang was, yeah, so they, they're the ones that kind of really helped us out. And um, you know, of course, they eventually had us all go to New York City, and we we lived there in a one bedroom apartment. Uh, there was like six of us living. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But um, we eventually, you know, after being turned down by every record label in New York. Giant Records, Warner Brothers, they, they ended up giving us a break. And, man, that's kind of where it all started. Yeah, because you, you moved to New York to pursue that record contract. Bump into Tony, 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 yeah. who got you into the ASCAP Music Awards. Yeah. 
where you see yeah. the producers Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis. Yeah. Uh, I love these random in-person auditions. I know. <laughs> so what, what would y'all sing in these random auditions? Well, that particular time, you know, Tony, 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 they were one of the acts that came through Oklahoma City that we had met and sang for, you yeah. know, and they remembered us. So they were headed to the ASCAP Awards and they were like, guys, just walk in with us, you know? And that's what we did. And oh, sure enough, oh. that's whenever we saw Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. And we didn't hesitate. We went right up to those guys and started singing. Mm -hmm. And they liked what they heard. We were hoping that they were going to be, you know, the ones that, you know, work with us. And they were, that night, they said, you guys sound really good, but you guys need to go back and write a song in English and in Spanish. Oh, I adore me amor. amor came from. That's right. Heck yeah. I just love all the support you had from other artists. Like, I could yeah. never imagine the Backstreet Boys running into us as we're singing on the street. Be like, hey guys, come into the VMAs with us. We're going to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> just never would have happened. No, no, no. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, so, this, yeah, I adore me amor. I mean, just one of my favorite songs uh Thank you. it's the song that got you signed now what do you remember from writing that song uh did you think that that song was going to be uh, ultimately what was going to get your foot in the door you know we liked it a lot and we, we had no idea that it was going to do what it did um we knew it had something um but being we wrote it in oklahoma city with hamza lee who who was the guy who produced it for us um, and we just kind of went in there just doing our thing, man. I, I don't know. It's just, you know, you can write a hundred songs and just, just all you need is just that one, yeah. you know, that, that, that makes sense. That catches everything. You know, the, the stars line up, the chemistry is just there. The vocals, right. The lyrics are right. The music's right. So it was just one of them things, you know, that just happened. And so you know, it was, it was a blessing. It's a true blessing for us. Yeah. And from there you go with, I want to sex you up. Uh, it comes oh, yeah. to you, you, you write and work on this song for the new Jack city soundtrack, but it ultimately becomes your debut single, uh, yeah. which is a major bop, uh, with some very sensual lyrics. Uh, was there any talkers surrounding the fact, uh, <laughs> prior to its release? Yeah, because it was hard to tell my grandmother yeah. what our first thing was going to be. Okay? Uh, How are you going to tell your grandma, oh, yeah, our new song's going to be called I'm Going to Sex You Up, Grandma. You know, like, you're going to love it. It doesn't work, guys. So we were like, it's called TikTok, Grandma. Ah, you know? That's funny. <laughs> or your mother or any, any of your family members, you know? So um, that was the only tough part about it. But, you know... I was actually the first one to hear the song, you know, through some headphones. And I knew that it was it. I knew that that was the song for us. Um, Gary Harris, uh, he was an A&R guy there. He was working on the New Jack City soundtrack with uh, Cassandra Mills. And he had brought Dr. Freeze down to Oklahoma City and, and Freeze had played the track for us. And, you know, I, I he, we only had headphones at that time, you know, to listen to the song. And, and I was like, OK, this is it, guys. And everyone else heard the record and everyone knew it. The thing was, it was I want to sex you up now coming from Oklahoma, the Bible Belt. OK, mm -hmm. we didn't know how that was going to fly. Yeah. But, you know, we went ahead and went for it. And sometimes you just got to take chances, you know, yeah. and that's exactly what and, you know. And at this time, yeah, everything was a lot more innocent, especially in music. Uh, you know, you're always looking out for the fans and wanted to make it as family friendly as possible. I mean, if, you know, I want to sex you up came out today, it would 
definitely be thought of as PG. <laughs> just like, oh, oh that's, yeah. that's nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah. Did you feel uh, the responsibility to keeping it more family friendly? Well, they, it's funny that you say that because I remember the record label trying to, you know, they love the song, the track, the lyrics, except the sex part. Mm -hmm. So they were trying to like, what can we do to give it like a cleaner version? Mm -hmm. And I remember that someone came up with, I want to love you up. Uh, mm. I want to flex you up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Let's just keep it sex, Sex guys. is good, yeah. But they were like, but we won't get everyone to play the record because no one's going to, the radio station won't play the word sex. And you know what? That wasn't the case, yeah. man. Mm. I mean, when that record came out, you know, people saw it from the movie New Jack City. They saw it and they went. Those were the days where you could actually call the radio stations and request uh, songs. You know what I oh mean? Yeah. Which those are the great days. Um, so that's what happened. You know, everyone just requested it. And that's that's how it took off. That's cool. well, clearly it worked because it led to many Grammy nominations. Uh, all these years later, how do you feel about that song? Great. Yeah, yeah I hope you do. <laughs> it's like residuals are nice. You know, you know, I. We had a lot of fun with that song, <laughs> you know, back in the day. Uh, but, um, you know, I, you know, I still go out and perform as Color Me Bad, mm -hmm. even though the group isn't isn't, you know, the, the original guys, Sam, Brian and Kevin, they're they're no longer with me. Mm -hmm. And um, so last night we just did a show in uh, Edmonton, Canada. And which, you know, you know, when you sing that song, man, everybody loves it, man. Everyone just dances sings it out everyone's having oh, yeah. a great time you know it just takes people back to the to what we call the good old days yeah. you know so it's great man um how did y'all decide to uh end the group um well uh you know what we were we were getting ready to go into a management deal mm -hmm. okay with uh someone you know really well oh, uh johnny right johnny right yes mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, and um, we were getting ready to go sign a a, rec, uh, a contract with him, and you know, it, it's just weird uh, how things just happen because uh, you know Kevin came over to my house. Uh, this was the time when I was living in Dallas, and uh, he basically said that you know a preacher told him not to sign the contract. Uh, you know, he was at church that night, and. And then, okay, and, you know, then we had to go back and tell Johnny Wright, hey. The Kevin Lord intervened. <laughs> and Johnny wasn't happy. But um, mm. the next day, Sam called up and said, you know, he was no longer in the group, you know. And uh, so that left Brian and I. And during that time, um, you know, uh, uh, Brian was having a lot of problems, you know, uh, yeah. with, with alcohol. Mm -hmm. So, you know, no one, none of the other guys, I really believe, you know, none of the other guys wanted to go there with it. So, um, yeah. you know, um, one thing led to the next and, uh, you know, uh, it just kind of, I never quit the group, honestly. I, yeah. I've always, uh, I never yeah. said, you know, I'm out, you yeah. know? So, um, but, um, you know, that's really kind of how it happened. Yeah. yeah. And do you speak to the other guys? Are y'all still friendly? No, no, no. We Aw. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. So no future reunion with all the guys. It's just that's never going to happen. You know, it's it's like this, man. Um, you know, those were like those guys were my heart and soul. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day, my heart and soul. Yeah. 
And whenever guys start your when your when your heart and soul starts throwing you know lawsuits out at you, Ooh, yeah. that costs me a lot of money. Yeah. And like really, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just yeah. Well, so, yeah. I mean, because obviously it felt like family to you. And when you go through it something felt like family, it was it was family. Yeah. It, you know, it was. And and whenever people start doing that how can you make how can yeah. you make that work again yeah. i know that's it it's like your mom suing you <laughs> like, i know it's like do how do you it? get past that like, like, okay. how do you work after that yeah well let's talk about something more positive we got to talk about yeah your- yeah but i do want to say yeah. i hope the best for all of them, oh you know? okay. of yeah. course um, yeah. <laughs> but we have to talk about the color me bad suits okay you were known for your style <laughs> yes, the uh, yes. The, the coordinated colorful suits uh were so fly especially to you know this guy over here in junior high um so how did y'all come up with the group's look back then was that a is that a big is that something you wanted to stand out yeah well you know uh lionel martin was the uh director for uh i want to sex you up mm-hmm. and he had this stylist named robin i forgot what her name was robin i forgot what her name was i, I know her, her first name was robin but she was the one that put us in those colorful suits and then um we kind of we had that look for the video that everyone loved you know of course the name color me bad and then colorful suits and then 90s and all that kind of worked together and uh and then uh, uh my ex-wife uh lisa um she she was our stylist and she kind of took it from there and styled us on our videos on our tours and such like that spent thing you know all, all the rest of uh, the the stuff that we did and we know we kind of kept that same vibe and we loved the european look we loved the gq look i remember we were at santa i was at santa monica uh pier one time walking around in t-shirts and shorts and you know um we were in a crowd and i remember some girl said hey she pointed at me she goes to her boyfriend hey that's the guy from color me bad and the guy looked at me and he was like no, that's not him. No, color me bad dress is way better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, you know. But I remember hearing that. Uh, you know, they got it. Nah, color me bad dress. So, but uh, but you know, that was we loved that whole clean style, you know, European thing going. You know, yeah. so that was our thing. Yeah. Well, alongside uh, Boys to Men, All for One, and you know, other groups. Call Me Bad led the resurgence of the post doo-wop harmony groups. And you and you guys invented the term hip-hop doo-wop. Now, yes. did that ever add extra pressure to you when making new music? Uh, no, no. I mean, you know, there was no pressure at all. You know, it was just our style. It was just how we sang, man. It was just what we did. You know, we would get with the hip-hop producer like, you know, Dr. Freeze or, or, or Howie uh, Hitman's hitman howie t would get with him and or and other guys like a dj poo and they would just bring the hip-hop beats and then we would just write songs over them you know it's you know that's what we did and we kept the harmonies there and the soulful vocals and the hardest part was was just coming up with that 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 hook mm-hmm. that that would stick with people so yeah you know but um sometimes we would come sometimes uh, you know it, it wouldn't come so. yeah um, all right, so uh, one of our favorite peanuts on the show is Giggles here, who's going to be joining us. Um, okay. She really, really wanted to talk to you about her favorite thing you've ever done okay. in your career. All right, okay. so Giggles. Hi. 
I'm my, giggles. I'm giggles. Hi. Um, <laughs> you guys were one of my very favorite bands, the CMB album. Well, the, the CD. Um, I totally wore out. I loved it so much. Um, and I want to know what was it like on being, being on 90210 at like the height of you guys and the height of the show? Yeah. 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 No, that was, you know, we were big fans of the show already. Yeah. Um, and I remember we, 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 uh, they wanted us to come fly in. We were, we did a show in Toronto, Canada, uh-huh. and we took a plane straight to, uh, to LA to go and do that episode. Uh-huh. And I remember meeting everybody for the first time and gosh, they were just all so nice. You know, oh, I love the that. nicest. I mean, uh, they were all great people mm-hmm. and it was, it was so much fun. It was something new mm-hmm. for us to do a little acting, uh, you know, yeah. and I think we did okay. You know, what's, what's crazy about that mm-hmm. was, um, uh, when that episode aired, mm-hmm. uh, it had the most views that they've ever had on, on 90210. And the very next day we sold, I kid you not, we sold a million CDs. Wow. Oh my you gosh. Know, yeah, it was that very next day. So oh. that really just, you know, shot our career. Well, it, was up a big, it was the prom episode, right? No, no, no was it? it was. Uh, so they had a concert and Donna Martin, uh, Tori Spelling's character was a huge yeah. fan. And so they snuck into their hotel and she yeah. caught her mom having an affair at the hotel. Oh. So it was a big thing. And then Jenny Garth, who played Kelly Taylor, snuck up to their hotel room and like hung out with them. And then they, they did I Adore Me Amore Acapella at the Peach Pit. Yes. Nice. I've you seen them so many times. Pit? <laughs> they did. Sitting down. They were like sitting in chairs. Nice. Like very cool. Nice. Yeah. She knows, Lance. She's a fan. I, <laughs> huge knows. fan. I loved it. I, did you I loved uh, it did second. you ever run into like Tori Spelling or anyone after that? Have y'all uh uh Brian Austin Green. Yeah. We would we would run. And you know what? I I've talked and I've done an interview with Jenny Garth and, and Tori Spelling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And they're wonderful girls. They're wonderful. lovely. We just saw uh, Brian. It was his 50th birthday, I think, last week. And we, wow. we just happened to be staying in the same hotel as him. Uh, and then Tori, I've seen a lot lately, mm-hmm. you know, because she's now getting divorced. So, yes. you know, she's now coming out of, you know, <laughs> being in that. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we met Jenny not Jenny, too long yeah. ago. She's they're just all lovely people. Lovely, lovely yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. I love Great it. People. Yeah. Uh, well, anything else you would like to? No, ask? I mean, I the just wanted band? to know what that was like. And I, you know, what song was my favorite one on that CMB album? The Color Me Bad one. It, the, it was the very last track with the rap. Yes. That was great. They were all great songs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen to that on the way home. It was so good. Big fan. Congrats on all your success. And yeah. Great, great meeting you virtually. Aww. Thanks, Giggly. <laughs> Thank of you. course. Bye. I know she was. Thank you. She was real Thank excited you, you were coming on. Real Aww, excited. To sweet. be able to talk she's about sweetheart. Color Me Bad and 9021 in one show is like, that's her dream. That is her wet dream right there. <laughs> making yeah. dreams happen. And making dreams happen on Frosted Tips. Much love. <laughs> so um, after you uh, ended with the group, what did life look like for you? after the band where did you where did you want to take your career did you want to take a break did you want to start a family i started a family i got married started a family uh two beautiful beautiful uh children uh, of course they're grown up uh, my daughter she uh graduated from vanderbilt she's a nurse wow. practitioner nice my son graduate my son he's out there in la now he graduated from nyu and 
he's doing great and great. i'm just real so proud of so proud of both of them did either uh, of them want to go into music and follow your footsteps because we have two-year-olds right now and i'm just like do i encourage them to be in this business or do i like make them very scared of this business <laughs> yeah you know you know you just kind of have to let them see what they kind of yeah. fall into yeah. you know and then and then support them whatever they do you True. know what if whatever if it's sports or if it's music or science or you know you just support them whatever yeah. god the plan that god has for them you just support them because they're going to fall into it mm -hmm. you know that's the way i see it yeah exactly just and like you fell into it just like me and just like you know just like we all fell into <laughs> we all, yeah. it that's know? my whole life just thing you do you just things just fall in your lap and you just go with it you know you can't really you can't plan for anything it just happens yeah it just happens so in uh 2010 you and the guys reunited on and off for some performances and other projects where did the initial idea start uh with working together again uh uh you know what we just saw a big surge in that you know boy band thing happening mm -hmm. you know with uh, new kids on the block and uh, and K-pop exploding again, or yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone started to to get back and started singing. I was like, you know, this was back in uh, 2010. Brian and I, we actually um, we got a. Uh, he called me. He said, "Hey, you want to you want to go do a show in in Hawaii?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll go do a show in Hawaii with you." You know, and uh, we went there, and uh, you know, the crowd was amazing. You know, it's it a great turnout. And uh, after that. You know, we were like, okay, so what do we do now? You know, and we didn't have any other shows lined up. We called up an agent. He was like, why don't you try to get some of the other guys, you know, uh, one of the other guys uh, to come and sing with you guys. So we we, tr we got Kevin eventually. He came back into the group and uh, it just, we, we were kind of moving smoothly there for a second and then everything, you know, yeah. kind of went, you know, left. Well, yeah, of course, so. yeah. And when you're dealing with someone, like we said, you know, Brian was dealing with addiction. Uh, Brian did uh, a show with my bandmate, Chris Kirkpatrick, and, uh -huh. you know, it also in the height of his addiction. Um, there was an incident in 2018 on stage where Brian pushes you. And I know that that yeah. just, I mean, personally and professionally, that must have just shocked you so much. So, that uh and, you yes. know, and we yeah. I mean, we have friends that are dealing with addiction right now. So it is so it's hard. Like, it's really hard on everyone around you, friends, family. So where does your relationship yeah. stand with Brian today? Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't talk to him. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, um, is he is he know. gotten help or is he still, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, honestly, I, I don't know. I went on the Dr. Phil show. Mm -hmm. uh just to support the situation yeah. for him yeah uh hoping that you know that would help i did that and uh i, I don't know I, I kind of so so what happened was during that time when it was just brian and i doing shows um you know he would show up to the shows just wasted just gone yeah. and then he would try to get up and start singing and it it just it wasn't right you know mm -hmm. and then sometimes he would walk off stage and I would, okay, I have to ask myself this, okay, do I walk off with him, not get paid and probably get sued? Mm -hmm. Or do I just stay on stage, take the mic, sing the leads mm -hmm. and try to finish out the show the best I can? Yeah. And that was the choice I did. Yeah. And that happened multiple times. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when does it end? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you when it ends. When I got assaulted on stage, that's when it ended. And yes. I said, I have enough yeah. of this enough is enough mm -hmm. so 
that's that's kind of where mm-hmm. where everything went after that you know and it's I, so, I can't and they always say you know they're not going to get help unless they're ready to get help and I, I mean, I don't know if y'all have ever tried to do an intervention with them or like even trying to get, I mean, I, people that just don't want help will not receive help. Well, this has been an issue that has been going for a long time, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you can't, I mean, you know, they've got to help themselves, you yeah. know, it starts with them first, mm-hmm. you know, because you never know and, where and it you, comes and from. You, and you can't, and you can't waste your time, right. your yeah. life. Yes, exactly. You can't do it, man. Yeah. yeah. You you got your own life to live. Yeah. So you got to be responsible and, and remember, for your life. Mm-hmm. I have, I had kids at the time. I had a family that I was taking care of and I yeah. was relying, you know, on, on that to, to pay my bills, to, mm-hmm. to take care of the family and such. So it's really tricky. You got to make some decisions and sometimes you got to make hard decisions. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, color me bad will forever be an iconic group legends. Uh, what are you most proud of looking back at, uh, at your career? Yeah. You know, that first album, you know, we, we, we just kind of went on a limb and we were just going with our hearts mm-hmm. and we put everything into that, man. And we were all on the same page. We got in the studio, just writing songs. And, you know, it just seemed to all come together at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's what did it, man. Today, this year, I'm doing 60 shows from songs that we wrote, you know, back when, a 19, 20 years old, That's you know, so great. And wow. they're still, uh, they still stick and they're mm-hmm. still around. Mm-hmm. So I'm so thankful for that, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and, and, and we have so much fun, so much fun up on stage yeah. doing it. So, well, during yeah. that first album and I mean, your kids, you're going to the Grammys and all these things and you're, you know, rubbing elbows with musicians you probably idolized. Uh, do you have any just amazing fun stories that you just like, this is one of the best days of my life. Yes, I do, actually. Um, Growing up, I loved playing basketball. And I used to pretend in my backyard that I was Magic Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so we actually got to meet Magic Johnson one time. And it just made my day, man. You know, so that was that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And then another time we uh, James Brown invited us to his uh, birthday party. And we got to sing for him at his birthday party. That's cool. So. That you know, things great. like that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, is there anyone you wish you would have collaborated with? Uh, Michael Jackson? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate, of course. That's yeah. a good one. Uh-huh. You guys did. We did a couple of collabs did. with him. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's also a little, you know, pinch me moment of like, do, are we really like, first off, just in the same room with Michael, but like we're doing music with Michael. Yeah. Oh, he wants to perform with us. What is going on right now? That uh, That's pretty I should be interviewing you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We both live some lives. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Um, Do you think color me bad was ever considered? I mean, you know, in the early nineties, there was no term boy band. Um, So do you think color me bad is considered a boy band? And what do you think of that term? We, we never looked at ourselves as a boy band. Uh, We were just always a a vocal group, you know, just to, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the boy bands came, you know, I guess that term came around when you guys yeah, came like out. <laughs> it was a German thing. We lived in Germany. Everyone was boy bands. Like, what is this boy that's band it. thing? Yeah, that's right. Band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, because of uh, Take That and, and uh, was that? Mm-hmm. I tell you what, man, uh-huh. I want to say this just because I'm talking to you now. You guys were awesome. I mean, <laughs> man, 
you guys, you guys had us on our heels, man. I remember this is a true story. We did a show with them and they opened up for us. And I swear to you, two months later, we were opened up for them because they were just so good. I mean, they just, you guys just took off like a rocket and Johnny Wright, he just knew what he was doing. He knew how to manage that whole thing. Yeah. But I mean, it was, we hit it right at that time, you know, it was this explosion. And I think, you know, the Spice Girls, Hanson, like whoever helped open that door. Yeah, and it was then, a pop explosion. Though. And then we were just there at the right time. But what I liked about you guys, y'all's dancing, y'all's choreography yeah. was so great, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, y'all were the best. I have to say, you guys Oh, were be careful best. saying that on this show. You're going to get a lot of fans. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it's the truth. Uh, oh, thank you. That means you know, a I lot. agree. I so. mean, especially coming from uh, yeah. a member of the most iconic, like what inspired us. You know, I mean, oh. you guys are what you and Boys to Men and New Edition. That's what made in sync. Like yeah. there would be no in sync without you guys at all. Like no one would have even looked at us. Uh, so I have to thank you for putting me in this chair right now. <laughs> Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. 
Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, let's get some frosted tips here. All these years later, you're still touring. What tips do you have for people to never giving up on your dreams and proving you can still do what you're passionate about at any point in your life? Oh man, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's a, that's a serious question because it all depends on how serious you are about what you want to do. You know, you know this, man. I mean, you know how hard it was to make it. You put your heart into that, you know, and, uh, you just, every day you got to eat, sleep, drink, whatever you're wanting. You know, that's just the truth. And the, you're in the United States of America. You, you can do anything here. You got that opportunity, you know? So take advantage, you know, I mean, you know, music is tough, harder today to get into now. Oh yeah. It's tough, man. Yeah. You know, there's just, I mean, how do you get your stuff out there unless you've got a big machine behind you? Exactly. There's just so know? much talent. So now. many platforms. Every fan group is so segmented right now. So it's hard to stand out. Like it really is. It really is. Yeah. It really is. So at I least mean, you can get to that little fan group of yours. But if you want to be, you know, mainstream, it is almost impossible these days. It really is, man. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I see how it could help a lot of artists that would have never got their shot, like right. the guy in. I don't know, North Dakota, or you know what I mean, or yeah. Montana. But at the same time, man, you know, I kind of miss the old way of how the yeah. business ran, mm -hmm. you know? You worked so, harder. I mean, it was a harder job. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. and the record labels, the record labels was really into building their yes. artists. Artist mm -hmm. development. They don't do that anymore no. at all. Right. It's like you have to no, come to yeah. the label with a full, complete album before they're like, okay, we'll take that and be your PR behind it. Yeah. But and, and a million followers you yeah. gotta have yeah exactly. <laughs> it's all in the world man. yeah exactly all right let's get to some fan questions all right the first one we talked about history and legos oh, wants yes. to know what was it like being on the 90210 we covered that with giggles all right uh this is from emma edit 16 have you ever seen the glee cover of i want to sex you up and what do you think of it the, the glee oh yeah, the glee, yeah. Glee. i loved it yeah. i love their their version of it mm -hmm. you know they did a great job man i was i was so happy they did that i know i was like hey guys good job i know every <laughs> artist like you know glee was taken off it was huge and every artist was like are they gonna do my song are they gonna I... do my song I mean, and then they finally were gonna do an NSYNC song we approved bye 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 i'm like yes they're finally gonna do it and then it was just like a very kind of throwaway part in the show i'm like no well at least you made it yeah <laughs> got, a, got a little one on there but, you know um, all right, man, before we let you go, we always yes. have to ask uh, what you're binging right now. What do we need to watch on television? What songs do we need to know about? What, what songs do I listen to? Yeah, now? what do you listen yeah, to? Is there now? anything you're listening to now? Um, gosh, man, uh, I'm, I'm really old school, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that, that counts. I love old school. <laughs> I, I, I listen to Marvin Gaye. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's what I listen to sometimes when I'm jogging. I'm, I love a Steely Dan. Oh, that's a bad word to use around us. Oh Is my it? goodness! What well, around the ones who stole all of our Grammys one year? Okay, really? Oh, no, I love no. Steely Dan, but we do blame them for never getting so our sorry. Grammy. <laughs> I know they finally do a comeback twenty years later on the year that we were supposed to get our Grammy, um, and yeah, they they took it from us. But you know, Ow. thank you. Oh, but no, continue, Steely Dan. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my bad you know you know our, our grammy uh 
who was it walking in memphis that's uh, what that he took oh, our yeah? <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah it was either steely dan or um uh, oh, uh yeah. soundtrack i mean uh, oh my gosh why can't i think of his phil, name? Collins? phil collins it's yeah. always phil collins or steely dan that just would snatch that gold trophy out of our hand but i i love them anyway i love them anyway i've just oh, made us uh are, do you watch tv do you have anything you're binging right now um uh ted lasso oh yeah we still have to yeah, have, I, I know we yeah, have to catch up that. i know so much. we have to yeah i love ted lasso that. yeah <laughs> yeah I know. I'm a, we're, we're big Wednesday fans over here. Oh, we Wednesday. love. Oh yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's coming back. Yeah. I guess soon. But, uh -huh. Yeah. That's there's exciting. a lot of stuff coming back. I we know. need to start. Counting. Well, we don't know because now with the SAG strike and the writer strike, uh, everything's on hold. So I don't know when we're going to get to see these season twos of shows that we love so much. Very sad. What do you think of? Are you a SAG member? Uh, are you being affected by the yeah. strike? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not right now. I'm not being affected by it, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I am a SAG member and you know, gosh, I hope that they can work that out for yeah. just for people, man, to make a living. My yeah. gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's this crazy. Is, you know, I, they've got, they've got to share that a little bit better, man. Come I know. On. And that's I mean, everybody. There's so much money, man. It, it can, they, they got to spread it around. Exactly. Man. Everybody deserves a little something. Wealth yeah. distribution is so horrible. And that's in, it's, it's in every category of business. It's not just entertainment. It's yeah, everyone. Right. The, the top 1% get everything and nothing trickles down to the other 99%. And especially in our business, it is so sad to know that 87% of our SAG members can't even meet the $26,000 a year to, to get insurance. Yeah. Imagine 87% of a whole business a whole business cannot even afford yeah. insurance there's something yeah. wrong with that so that's yeah. what's yeah, trying to be yeah handled i agree with that all right well on that fun sad note yeah. uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was so great to get to know you and see you yeah. again uh we are so proud of everything that you've done again you've been such an inspiration to me personally and our group and uh and i can't thank you enough for for giving us that inspiration because it made us you know who we are today yeah. Oh, I love you guys, man. Thank you so much for having me on this show. I was so excited uh, to be on this program. So thank you guys again. Much love. And I hope that we get to see you, uh, you know, whenever I come out to L.A., we got to connect. Yeah, sometime. I would love that. I'll take it to Rocco's. Yeah, it'll be hey. a lot of fun. What's your at name so everyone can follow you? Uh, you, you can contact me at uh, 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 Color Me Bad Music on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then on Facebook, it's just Color Me Bad, you know, and and you can always you can always contact me on the website colormebad.com. Okay. Great. And for yeah. the young people listening right now, bad is with two D's. Two D's. It's extra bad. <laughs> just hey, just like the racehorse. He got it. That's right. Yeah, just like the racehorse. <laughs> 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 All right, Mark. Thank you so much for being on Frosty Tips. We'll thank check you. in with you later. <laughs> thank you guys. Blessings. All, All right. right. Take All care. Right. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye bye. Mark Calderon, everyone. What a nice! We say this with every guest. With every guest, like, how nice! nice. Guy. I know, like we're expecting every guest to be like monsters. Apparently, I don't well, know. I guess to be <laughs> to be in a, a a boy group, you have to have a a good a personality. Good person. You gotta be know. charming. I don't know. But Where's the bad boys? Everybody is so nice. Yeah, even yeah. the bad boys have turned nice. Yeah, Looking we at need you, a Williams. great AA hole on this show. Yeah. I yeah. guess I can interview next week. Maybe you need to create Lance. your own boy band character like you do Bloof and all these other yeah. voices. And you need to come in as like the asshole boy band member. Yeah, I'll name myself Lance Bass. <laughs> oh, Lance Ass. Why don't I just oh. interview you? Okay. Okay, I was mean. He's a sweetheart. We all know that. Wow. Okay. Wow. Somehow I just got to knock this him down to real earth. Real negative. Real negative. Um, yeah, but go follow Mark out there. Uh, what a good dude. And yeah. man, that music, I'm telling you. 
yeah. it just brings me back oh, to I'm junior sure. high and like where you first start i mean that's where you're you know coming of age and you oh. start thinking about sex were you sexing that, people up? i was sexing them up in the junior high dances with a balloon in between us that That's you couldn't right. really like touch uh-huh um, that was baby jesus yeah in the baby way. jesus in the middle yeah uh but yes i guarantee you that our school did not play i want to sex you up oh there's no way your school did. uh that. we were more like more than words type ballads uh-huh. Uh, but I sure had friends that had the CD because I'm sure my mom wouldn't let me have the CD either because it says sex in it. But my friends had it. Oh, you and I rebel. Listened to it. I know. Oh, you really were a bad boy. Rebel. All right, guys. That's all the show I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you so much, Turkey. My pleasure. For being here. Oh, my so pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Be good to each other. Don't drink and drive out there. Take care of those animals. And remember, remember stay, stay frosted. frosted. Hey, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Frosted Tips with Lance. And Michael Turgenart. And at Lance Bass for all your pop culture needs. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. Six if you can. See you next time. Hey, LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. Immerse yourself in our vibrant fashion scene where exclusive streetwear meets high-end boutiques. Stroll through styles defining our bold, wildly creative city, like the unique finds at Melrose Trading Post, a real LA gem. Explore star-studded experiences on Hollywood Boulevard, behind-the-scenes studio tours, and moments of awe under our legendary blue sky. Picture this. The iconic Griffith Observatory, inspiring directors worldwide. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's the time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass is signing off. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.